Hey folks, JR, back for another episode of Mayhem in the Mid-South. This is going to be episode 6, Serving Death. Our story today opens in the great state of Alabama in the capital city of Montgomery, to be more precise. Now, I'm hoping none of you will mind that the events in this story occurred in what's considered the Deep South rather than the Mid-South, but I figured a few geographical liberties amongst friends would be allowable in this case. There was a young lady named Rhonda Bell Martin. She was 15 years old in 1922. And she got married that year. Married to a fellow named W.R. Alderman. Now they stayed together for four years. And then they decided this things weren't just working out. So they went their separate ways in 1926. Now at the time, Mr. Alderman may not have known how lucky he truly was to be separated from Rhonda. As this story unfolds, we'll see just how lucky Mr. Alderman truly was. Now, a couple of years go by, and Rhonda's 17 years old now, and she doesn't want to become an old maid. So she marries a fella named George W. Garrett in 1928. Now, they were married for 11 years. They had five kids together. Now, their first child, Mary Adelaide Garrett, she was born in 1930. Two years later, this blissful couple, they had a second child. That little girl's name was Ellen Elizabeth Garrett, born in 1932. So it seemed everything was good in the Garrett household. They'd been married four years, and they had two daughters. Two young ladies that would help their mama around the house when they got older. But now the, the fairy tale ended in 1934 when the eldest child, Mary, she died at the age of four. Now, of course, this is the early part of the 20th century, so kids dying at a young age was not necessarily all that unusual. 
So her death was written off to natural causes. Now in 1934, they have two more kids. Imogene and Anna Garrett. Now three years later, after the birth of Imogene and Anna, and three years since the death of little Mary, tragedy struck again in the household. 1937, little Imogene died at the age of three. Now again, it wasn't unusual for children to die at a young age. There was all sorts of ailments and illnesses out there that kids died of. But the next year, the couple, they had another child, Judith. Judas born in 1938. But just a year later, poor Rhonda suffered another loss as her beloved husband, George W. Garrett, he dies in 1939. Now, Rhonda had two girls she had to care for, so she had to try to find somebody to help her with all this. And so, the same year that poor old George died, she marries a Talmadge John Gibson in 1939. Now, that marriage didn't go over too well, and they parted company that same year. And Talmadge, just like old W.R., the first husband, he just didn't realize what a lucky man he was that he was able to walk away from that marriage. So poor Rhonda, she can't seem to keep a man, but she's got her daughters to keep her company but now 1940 she would have one less to to take care of because poor little Anna she died at the age of six so you got another burial and more tears everybody must have been thinking poor Rhonda how unlucky she was Again, there was no mention of any foul play or any suspicions. And if there was any whispers of foul play, they were lost to history. And now tragedy continued to strike because in 1943, little Ellen, age 11, she died. And then the sadness just continued to mount on poor Rhonda because her mama, Mary Frances Gibbon, 
She died in 1944, so just a year later. And then five years went by, and it seemed like maybe Rhonda had turned the corner on evil and bad luck. But it came to a screeching halt when little Judith, her oldest and last remaining child, died at the age of 11 in 1949. Now, the next year, I guess Rhonda didn't want to be alone because she marries a fella named Claude Carroll Martin. Poor old Claude, I guess he was just overcome by the marriage and all because he just up and died suddenly in 1951. Now that same year, she's just buried old Claude when she decides she's going to Mary Ronald Martin. Now, Ronald Martin is Claude's son by another marriage. So, Rhonda has married her stepson. Now, they stayed together for five years. But in 1956, now Ronald, he gets really bad sick and comes paralyzed from the waist down. Well, Ronald gets to tell him what he knows at the hospital, so the police get involved then. And the police begin looking at the activities of Rhonda. So they start out investigating the illness here that befell poor old Ronald, and then they get to looking back at the rest of the family. Now, she's arrested in March of 1956 for the attempted murder of Ronald. Now, while the police got her in custody, she confesses. She confessed to poisoning Ronald. She confessed to poisoning and killing the previous husband, Claude Martin, Ronald's daddy. And she confessed to poisoning her second husband, George Garrett, in 1939. She didn't stop there. She told the police about feeding rat poison to three of her daughters, three-year-old Imogene in 1937, Anna Caroline in 1940, and little Ellen in 1943. And she did admit to poisoning her mama, Mary Frances, in 1944. Now, she denied that she poisoned her other two children, Judith and Mary. She said she didn't poison them. They just died of natural causes. Now, the police and prosecutor's office says she did it for the insurance money. Now, from the source material I've looked at, uh, some of them are dubious of this 
claim they're saying the insurance money involved was barely enough to to bury the victims there is the possibility that that maybe Rhonda was just plain insane but you really can't do much prosecution of an insane person you can put them in a sane asylum but you got someone admitting to this many murders, you don't want them to go to an insane asylum. You want them to you want them to pay the ultimate price. But now I'm gonna tell you folks that I don't know how else you'd explain a woman that would murder most, if not all, her children, murder her mother, two of her husbands and attempted to murder a third. Well, the state of Alabama took a dim view of Rhonda's activities. Now, they put the last murder she had committed of her last husband that died and a jury of 12 men they sentenced her to die. On October 11, 1957, Rhonda was executed. And I believe that was the last female to be executed in the state of Alabama. Now, Rhonda did leave a note in her Bible. And the note said, At my death, whether it be a natural death or otherwise, I want my body to be given to some scientific institution to be used as they see fit, but especially to see if someone can find out why I committed the crimes I have committed. I can't understand it, for I had no reason whatsoever. There's definitely something wrong. Can't someone find it? and save someone else the agony I have been through. 